This is the Christian Life Coach Collective, and I'm your host, Laura Malone. We're talking all things coaching, concepts, tips, tools, self-coaching, mindset, faith foundations, and definitely entrepreneurship because I want to support your calling as a coach and help you build a thriving online business with God as your CEO. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Here we go. Okay, so I got so many good responses about the first part of my conversation with Eve, who is a coach in training inside the Greenhouse course. So I've taken the rest of our session and turned it into a few more episodes for you to enjoy and pull from. And Eve is really confident, yet she is really also in the messy middle of figuring all of this business stuff out. She is already successful in, in uh, as a nurse. She's a great mom. She has an organization business, but she has been wanting to add life coaching, mindset coaching to her business so that she can help women who are kind of cluttered and chaotic on the outside have more peace and on the inside, right? So she's been wanting to do that. Now she's been moving into it and getting trained in life coaching and doing mindset work. She's been challenged with, you know, some of the same stuff you guys have struggles with. And she's vulnerable. She says things like, I'm not confident that what I will do in a session will be helpful. And how can I ask people for to pay somebody who doesn't know exactly, perfectly what they're doing? <laughs> so, but in the end, she says, I feel more ready. Listen in and take everything that we are working through and contextualize it to your own thoughts, your own struggles, and the kind of coaching that you want to do, the stuff that's in your heart and the calling on your life. If you're still at the place where you want to do low cost coaching. Yes, I, I want. Yes, I do. Until okay. I can get my hours for my cert, to be certified. I do want to offer that. And I've been thinking about how to put that out there. You know, I mean, I only have 400 Facebook friends, so I, I mean, I, I'm going to put it there first because that's what I have in front of me. Um, so that is what I plan on doing is having, um, I, I haven't decided, well, I guess I should just have it as a package, but I, I, I wrestle with this. Well, what if they don't like me? And then they're stuck for six sessions. I don't want them stuck for six sessions. So then I tell myself, but you can put in there the language that you don't, if it's, you know, after one or two, if you're just not seeing the results you thought you would have, but then I don't no, want, they're not going to see the results after one or two sessions. They need the six sessions to get yeah. the results. Yeah. And if they don't, Say that, let's say they don't love it. It's going to have less to do with you. And it's going to have more to do with the fact you're challenging them to do things that are uncomfortable and they don't feel like it anymore. See, I don't want you can encourage them because you can't decide that there's going to be a bunch of people who just don't like you so much that they want to quit. That is not going to happen. It's not. I guess part of my issue is that um, I'm not confident that what I will do in a session will actually be helpful. (laughs) You're only going to find that out after you practice. Yes. And I do realize that. I realize that that, um, just like everything else in life, the first, you know, it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert at something. So it's going to take the time. And I have accepted that I will have 
the the first few however many it takes for me to get this figured out before i get something figured out and i feel more comfortable with it my struggle is how can i ask people to pay for someone who doesn't know exactly what they're doing that's i mean i'm not going to say that remember go out and say okay exactly what i'm doing here but (laughs) you can't say that but yeah you do know you just you're not clear about what you know so here's what's happening you remember action leads to clarity, which leads yes. to confidence, yes. not the other way around. Right. So you've got to take action. You do have coaching experience. You are a nurse. Yeah. And a- <laughs> yeah. You've been coaching people. Yeah. You already have a passion and a desire to help people with their mindsets. It's yeah. already been coming out of you yeah. when you were not intentionally trying like coaching right. over Zoom for 55 minutes. You've right. already been doing it, but yeah. you have just not experienced it. Let's say under professional terms, you've been doing right. it personally and more as a hobby versus right. like, this is my profession. And right. it just takes time for your mindset to switch, yes. to go from personal to professional. Yes. And so if you think that you haven't done something until you've been paid for it and mm-hmm. you've called yourself a professional at it, mm-hmm. it's you're undoing some, you're undermining yourself. Because you have been doing it. It's just not in this specific way that makes you think it's qualified, right? Yes. So what you have to do is make a conscious decision right now mm-hmm. that you are a professional coach. Mm-hmm. The difference that what makes you professional is that this is what you do for your profession. Right. That's right. all. It's not a hobby anymore. Right. This is something that is my profession. This is my business. It is my job. So Mm -hmm. I am currently a professional coach Mm -hmm. and remember the stairs. We're not going to go to the top of the stairs because when you get to the top of the stairs, the, the people, the amount of people at the top of the steps Mm -hmm. are few and far. Mm -hmm. Most of the people are halfway down the steps and down. Right. So you don't want to be so far at the end because you will not remember. It's kind of like being a, a high school senior. You don't remember what they taught you in kindergarten. And so you're not in touch with the people in kindergarten. So they, you're not the right person to work with them. They need somebody who is a third grader and you need to be on a step that is closer to where these people are. Okay. You need some people to coach. Yeah to get your mindset wrapped around, okay, these people need this. They really do want it. And it would be really great to have that sooner than later, rather than waiting months for your podcast to like show up and you've got content flowing and people are, then you have an, because you have to have an offer for anybody who hears your content. There needs to be an offer in your content somewhere so that they can hire you to be a coach. And what happens is if you have content out there, unto marketing, Mm -hmm. but you don't have no offer associated, then you're educating and equipping them and encouraging them, but they still can't work with you because you don't have an offer. And you're not going to feel confident putting an offer out there until you feel like I've got some good practice. I kind of have a plan of what I'm going to do. I've seen, I'm seeing some results. That's going to help you feel more confident when you share it in your podcast and in your show notes, like I can help you too. So Right. What I recommend doing is yes, reaching out on Facebook, 
and putting a low cost offer and you don't have to put out six. I would put out four. I'm, I have space for new clients. And if you're interested in going from overwhelm and confusion to peace and clarity, click here to schedule with me now. Mm-hmm. And you can even, you can just say, this is a beta offer. So it's a lower cost offer because this is a new coaching offer. Okay. You don't have to tell everybody. I, I'm new at this. Okay? Right. Right. You can say, this is a new offer and this is true. It is a new, new coaching offer. Yeah. Like when I do a new course, I do, I do a beta price because it's a beta course because I'm just putting done out instead of perfect. And then after the beta runs through, I find out what people's questions are. I find out that's what you do. It's beta coaching. Okay. In the beginning, you're doing beta coaching offers because you have to just start putting something out there. You just have to get yourself in front of people and try and then you can refine that over time and you're going to get more understanding and language from these women when you realize what they need from yes. them rather than what's in your head about what they need. Right. So then you can take all of that information and start even more developing your offer. So done, not perfect. Right. Then we assess and evaluate. Right. And you go, we were talking about the gardening series on the podcast. And the Sokoka tree, that's the system. Share, offer, convert, onboard, coach, assess. You've got to assess after you coach, what kind of results did they get? Is this what I thought they would get? They said they got results, but it's not at all what I meant to do. (laughs) I thought it was going to help them do X, Y, and Z. And they did LMNOP and they were super excited about it. But I feel like I didn't accomplish what I set out to do, but they're happy. Like, how do I... How, what do I do with that? And you're going to run into that because what it is, it's all research. Beta coaching in the beginning is all research about you. It's about what you want to do, who you want to work with. It's about the offer you can create, how you can help people. And it's about what they believe they need and want. Okay. So put it out on Facebook, put it out anywhere. And you have a scheduler set up, right? And you have, so you have a link to a session, to an offer of four sessions or whatever you put in there that you can share on Facebook and social media everywhere. And you can reach out to other people inside of the greenhouse or inside of the Sterling and Stone community, like on Facebook or whatever. And you can reach out to other coaches and say, do you know anyone that is my ICA that would be interested in this? Because their ideal clients are not in their sphere of influence either. Mm-hmm. So all of us coaches, we want all the people we know and love to have a coach. Yes. But we, <laughs> we are not the coach for them. Right. And so it should be our delight to invite, uh, invite all the people we know and love to get coached by other people True. who are coaches that so what you're doing is like you're asking other people would you invite me into your sphere of influence and introduce me to them because if some of them are the right person for me that's not the right person for you then and then vice versa how 
what do you offer and how can I invite you into my sphere of influence? Because I want people I know and love to right. get the kind of coaching you offer. Right. Right. That's, okay. I think that's one of the best cases possible is to reach out to the people, you know, understand coaching and value that and, at, and just barter. <laughs> I but, feel comfortable doing this, all of this, like with my organizing stuff, this is stuff I do already. Yeah. It's this, um, it's this coaching it's, um, which is strange because when I started organizing, I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, I had a general sense, but even still, I feel like, um, I don't, I don't, when I go to someone's house to help them organize, I'm like, okay, there's a system, but I don't know what they're expecting to get out of it. I know what they're going to get out of it. And I don't know if that's enough for them. And I, I guess that's the same kind of fear that I have with the coaching. I, I, I know how it's going to feel to be able to learn how to, you know, make your, take your thoughts captive. And, and I know that that's going to give them more peace, but that might not be what they get out of it. And it might not work. And, you know, I've had uh, organizing clients that I never hear from again. And I'm like, well, did I do something wrong or is it just them? And okay, well, I'm just going to do it. Sometimes um, clients just are done. Right. Right. I have clients who have purchased packages and then just didn't schedule their last session. <laughs> and, and I, I think it's, it's not personal. It's just life changes or it's their focus goes somewhere else or they got what they thought they came for. And they're not really sure what they would use that last session for because they already got results. You're not always going to be privy to what a client feels they got. They're not always going to express it to you. You can ask questions, send emails, invite them to share. But sometimes people just get, they move on. Yeah. Sometimes people want more coaching, but they want to move on from what the kind of coaching you offer to the kind of coaching somebody else would offer. Yeah. Sometimes a client will move from coaching to counseling. Yeah. Sometimes people will get coached and then decide they want to become a coach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That has happened for me where it's like, they're <laughs> like, I'm so interested in changing my own life. And then they're like, I really love this. And then yeah. their focus changes from changing their own, like doing their own work to, I want to become a coach. And so then they want something different. So mm-hmm. most of the time, it's not going to be about you. And you just have to remember, and I've said this on the podcast, you have to remember that you don't let your own thoughts reject you before anybody else gets a chance to. Right. 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 And so that you take yourself out of the game because you don't want to be rejected by other people. Right. And then they never even get a chance to reject you. And the majority of them are not going to, Mm -hmm. but because you reject yourself first. And that's a really common self-sabotage technique human brains have. It's a protective self-protection, which is, it's normal. It's almost to be expected, but it's not helpful. And so we can catch it and go like, okay, I'm not going to think that way anymore. I'm going to make an, I'm going to have a new paradigm that I will not be chosen. Not being chosen is not the same as being rejected, by the way. I have a lot of people who don't choose to work with me. They might be listeners. I have people who don't listen. They don't choose to listen. It is not, I cannot live my life believing that I'm just being rejected the whole time. That is not a helpful storyline. And it's also not true um, in the, the most real sense. 
because I'm not rejected or ashamed. And God says so. Right. right? So I'm going to live from that and I'm going to show up, I'm going to bring my talents, not yeah. bury them because God says I'm chosen, not rejected. And I'm going to live from that paradigm. That's what you want to help people do. Right. So it's now it's just time for you to operate from it. So you can set in and think of it like this. When you do that, you set an example for them. You model it to them. And you've already done it, but you already set up an organization business. You've already gone through nursing school. You've already done all of these things. Now you just need to apply some of the same belief, confidence, and energy to coaching. But hopefully like this conversation has helped you understand the, the flow of, okay, the reason that you would want to speak to overwhelmed Christian women at different age groups, right? Yes. Yes. And then the context of why, how that would help you in SEO for people to find you. Yes. I really like that idea. That is very helpful to kind of break it down like that. Yeah. Yeah. And remember that just even, let's say you said, I specifically know how to help middle-aged, overwhelmed, anxious Christian women. 20 year olds and 80 year olds are still going to come work with you. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't well, matter. Every coach has the same thing. It doesn't matter what your niche is. People outside right. that niche will always want right. to work with you because they see you getting results right. for those people. And the same tools apply, right. even if you focus in. So you're right. not really going to exclude anybody unless you specifically say to them, I'm sorry, I don't work with men. Right. right? They're going to be just, that's, that's fine. They're not, but I have men, like I specifically speak to a specific type of woman in most of my content. I talk about things that are, but I still have men come into courses and get coached. So, well, and I firmly believe that it's, um, God is going to lead whoever he's going to lead and it's going to turn out the way that it's going to turn out. And it's that, um, you know, I'm, so I'm really excited. I'm going to get this offer together. I'm going to get it together. And then I, and then I'm like, okay, but then how do, how do I do it? So I do, I, like I started my, I started, I have an organizing business page on Facebook and I shared it with all my friends. So it turns out you can make like lots of business pages. So I made another business page for my coaching. And so I think, well, I'm just going to share that. I'm going to put the offer there and just share the link with people. And I guess just go from there, see what happens. I'm going to see what happens. Right. You can also ask people to share. Yes. Yes. On their own page. (laughs) Ask them to do it in specific ways. Could you put this on your stories today? Yeah. Um, Can you share this and share this link and, you know, yeah, I got from that podcast um, course where, you know, you have your launch two weeks before the launch and everything. And I was like, well, what a great idea to get 25 people to share it with on their, their link. I'm like, oh, I got to make sure I do that. So that's what, when you said that, I thought, oh, I could just have them, but I like that putting it on their stories. Yeah. yeah just ask them to do it in specific ways. Hey, where do yeah. you hang out the most? TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, like wherever you are. Could you just copy this really quick and share it over there as a favor to me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I've got a lot of friends I think would do that for me. I know, I know. That's awesome. Yeah. So Um, you just need to be ready for people to get it. Yeah. And say, yes, I want that. Yeah. And after, let me just say, um, okay. After five clients, Mm -hmm. 
you're going to know so much I more. Know. I know. I know. I know that. <laughs> it's doing that. So, all right. Well, I'm just, I'm tired of worrying about it. I think you spend, I spend more time thinking about it and worrying about it than just actually getting out there and just doing it. And I, I do feel more ready. Okay. That's just really good. I love the conversation with her. And the next part of our session from here moved us into talking about her podcast art because she's following my Sokoka system of sharing so that you can make offers, then converting listeners and readers and watchers into clients, onboarding them, coaching them, and then assessing all your processes. So we're going to dive in the next episode into a crash course in graphics that you can contextualize again to podcast art or social media posts or things like video channel, thumbnails, etc. And after that, we're going to dive into taglines and niching down. She doesn't know it yet, but I think I'm going to call this the Eve series, which is kind of funny because my last series on building your online coaching business was called the gardening series. <laughs> now we have Eve involved in the garden as well. <laughs> I couldn't have planned it better if I tried. All right, friends, let's connect in the next episode. I hope that you love this episode and you feel challenged, inspired, and encouraged. If you're a coach or you want to be one, jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group so we can connect over there. And to work with me, grab the links in the show notes to get quick clarity about your calling as a coach and entrepreneur, as well as how to get trained as a coach with Sterling and Stone and start your own business. Bless you, friend.